Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. Okay, and uh, welcome back to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast uh, with me, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. Uh, this is the this is your first time checking out the pod. The way this podcast works is that I determine what the best is in any given subject. Today, I'm going to be talking about the best winter activity. You know, but uh, tomorrow I could be talking about this the best sexual activity you know because sometimes they go hand in hand you know when when it's cold outside and you got nothing else to do find a sexual activity to keep you busy you know but yeah that's pretty much how this podcast works you know uh if this is your first time also don't forget uh to like comment subscribe do all that social media stuff or leave it to the end and see if i deserve uh that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna try and win your hearts and minds hearts and minds and earn those likes follows all that social media stuff at the end of the day uh you know uh all that social media stuff does help this podcast grow you know i can invest in things i can buy an extra mic and maybe actually have a guest you know or i can uh maybe get a better vehicle bigger vehicle bigger vehicle i'm currently uh for those that are watching or those that 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 know the pod, uh, I do record my podcast from my car. My car happens to be an 09 Mustang. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. I love it. It gets me from A to B. Um, but for a podcast, I might want something bigger. Maybe like one of those spinner vans. And just fucking live in a van. I don't know why I just don't live in a van. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's another thing too. Um... You can uh, view this podcast on YouTube at the Best Things in Life podcast channel. Or, you know, listen to us on Spotify, Google, iTunes. You know, leave reviews wherever you can on there, too, because they, they they help. Um, but, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm going to be talking about winter. Um, I'm actually recording on a very beautiful winter day. And the reason why it's beautiful. Hold on. The reason why it's beautiful is because it, what actually is the weather today? Hold on. I think it's like five degrees. Yeah, just, yeah, fucking, I always pick these random fucking parking lots. And I try to pick like, it's a movie theater parking lot. It's 4 p.m. I doubt that, I didn't know vehicles were still going to be around, but I guess they're getting ready for Spider-Man. But anyways, um, I love it today because there's no fucking snow. It's a completely, uh, it's completely, it's completely snowless winter day, which is my kind of winter. That I, you know, hold on, fuck, I don't know, but um, that's the thing. I'm I'm not a big fan. As you, as I get older, I'm not a big fan of winter. You know, so you might be saying, well, why why are you doing a podcast on uh on winter if you're not a fan? Because 
I think the only way to truly to tr- truly get through winter is to like make make fun out of it or 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 find the joy out of it you know cuz uh listen man as an adult winter is winter's winter suck you know you get up right it's still dark outside or it's dark you know regardless you're not getting as much sun i other than today i haven't seen the sun in like i don't know 2 weeks right and then um you know, layers, man. I fucking hate layers. I recently got a new coat. If you're watching this, it's a, what are they called? Down or what do you call this? The fluffy puffy coats, whatever they're called. Keeps me warm. But I got a new coat. Um, But yeah, I, I hate layers. I hate, look, I love, look, the best thing I, I like is getting out of the bed, taking a shower, popping on a pair of pants, a shirt, and out the door. No, in wintertime, you got to, you know, fucking get those long johns socks fucking sweat no shirt sweater different fucking layers because if you want to keep yourself warm layers are the key right toques gloves all this shit and i'm like fuck you know too old for this shit and then and then it takes you longer to get to places because the road conditions you know um yeah you know and then it costs it costs Basically, it's winter is more energy, is more energy to, or what do you call that shit? Uh, it costs more energy to basically live through winter, you know? Like gas, body heat, all that shit. Like even just going out to do regular, like, like even just hanging out with friends. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like, oh, are, are we going to drive there or take public, you know? And it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drive there, and then you know, winter tires. It's it's a fucking effort, as an all. But the best thing is when you're a kid. When winter time is amazing as a kid, you know, your your parents dress you, dude. I would kill for someone to dress me, you know, just fucking lay there in bed, half awake, as an adult, and just you know, have somebody dress me, you know, make little eh, nah, but then, you know. But you can't do that because that's not a part of growing up. Um, other than that, I mean, other than winter, what else is going on in my life? I uh, I recently got uh, so I, I I did the braces thing. Okay, so you might notice lisping, or I I guess I have a speech impediment now because of these things. Because it fuck it, they they gave me like these uh, dividers at the back, so I can't really fully close my mouth, and then. Yeah, the braces, but the teeth are coming in. You know, the bottom ones, there's two teeth that are working on. So, you know, adult braces. I, I, I fuck. I, whatever, man. Whatever. I'm going to, once I get these braces done, I'm going to smile like a motherfucker, you know? And then, um, what else? I'm just, I'm just waiting for this year to be done, man. You know, three, three, four weeks. No, three weeks, I think, left of this year. You know, the only things that are good coming out are, I mean, we got a new Spider-Man and a new Matrix movie coming out in the next couple of weeks. You know, it's like it's like 2004 all over again, you know, simpler times, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, There's a there's a thing called Omicron now going on around the world, you know, and dude, social. Look, I'll be honest. 
if you're watching this, you're probably consuming some type of social media. You either saw an Instagram post or a Twitter post or YouTube, whatever. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's how you came across. So I'm not going to hate on social media. At the end of the day, that's 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 how things are found and created and all that stuff. But I fucking hate. I I, I hate the. Uh, I hate the negativity of social media, you know, like I go online, you know, I go on Twitter and, you know, I want to, I want to see what the latest news. And then it's like, it's just constant, like fucking Omicron news, fucking there's something happening with Jesse Smollett. I don't know why, why that's even a topic, you know? And then, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's fucking weird. And then, you know, th- there's like a constant, you know, economy's bad, China and Russia, Ukraine. Like, there's so much world bullshit going on. And I feel like before before the social media times, I like I that, dude, guys, you for those that don't know, you know, if you if you were alive in the 90s and cognitive in the 90s, so I'm talking to my millennials, maybe, right? But uh if 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 you were alive, you didn't find out about shit. Until the last moment, you know, you, you, you weren't on top of the, the world's, uh, you know, whatever. Cause, cause you, you either watched it on television. And if you weren't a TV guy, I personally was watching fucking cartoons. I wasn't watching the news. Right. And then, uh, yeah. Newspapers that was for old people. Right. So yeah, I, I felt like back then just not paying attention, but now it's like in your face, you know, speaking about young people. Horrible transitions. I was at a for the first time in a while. I went to an open mic uh, comedy jam, a yuck yucks downtown. Haven't been there in like maybe eight nine years or whatever. So you know, and you know, with the pandemic and all that stuff. So I went down just to see what like you know, see what comedy's like nowadays, right? And to be honest. Uh well look it's an amateur night so I'm not gonna judge it but because because I I remember doing it as an amateur it, it's all garbage jokes it's it's whatever there were some good killers though there were some good guys that are like if they stick with it they they, they you know they they got it right but um um yeah I don't know it's I was watching young, like when you watch young people and I'm talking like these guys were like 21 22 like when they do comedy it's it's all like well, my dad, my mom, my parents, I'm still a virgin. Like, it, there's like a theme. There's like a theme with young, because you know that was that was that was the reason why I couldn't do comedy because I didn't really have life experience. I mean, I, I remember I, I was talking about groceries. I was like, so I was doing, like, like it was it's fucking trash, right? So, you know, but n- now that I'm older, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe I have opinions. Maybe maybe I could get back into it, but I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, I want to talk about winter. Fucking cold ass winter. You know, I'm 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 just I'm just uh, I don't know how you guys do it. Like I'm I'm just not like I've I've always thought about as I get older, I don't want to be I don't want to be an old person living in a winter place. You know, that's why. Mo- I'm going to be a snowbird. I'm going to be 100% a snowbird. I I don't believe, like, you know, come stay here. Listen, Toronto's pretty great in the summer. Lots of things to do or whatever. 
But the moment snow hits the ground, it becomes kind of like a the city dies a little bit. The city dies a little bit, you know. So I, I want to go somewhere where it's year round sunshine, you know. Unfortunately, the options in the world are pretty low. I mean, unless I, I'm not going to Australia, especially right now with, with those lockdowns and shit. And I don't know, especially with, especially with this whole virus bullshit, which I don't know, man, guys. Well, when do you think it's going to fucking end? It's got it's got to end like there's got there's got to be a level, man. I mean, I, you know, they're not talking Omicron and and it's, you know, it's more, more, more contagious, but less deadly. Right. And then. They're talking about peoples and their vaccines and, you know, not, you know, the, the, the vaccine isn't it. Okay. There's seriously a fucking guy in a fucking Hyundai. Just, just fucking doing like, there's a guy in a Hyundai driving fucking circles around me. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but yeah. Anyways, anyways, sorry about that. I just, I just, I just, I just get annoyed with like, I just get like for some reason, no matter where I go, where I drive, where I park my car, there's just ra- like there's random people doing random shit. It's like it's like for some reason, anytime my car's around, another guy has to show how well he drives. For some reason, you know, you you don't know how many pods I've done where where there's there's somebody learning how to drive, learning how to park beside me, and it's like really in this entire empty parking lot, you know, but. Hey, you know what? That that's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that is my uh, that is my fault for for doing a public podcast. <laughs> I don't fucking I don't fucking know, man. It's it's, it's my fault. I I should have I should have I should have found a little studio space. I should have, you know, I, I I'm not doing that at home. I because it's it's you know too complicated. I yeah so. I'm working, but at the same time, I like doing it from my car because I enjoy my car. I like sitting. I like being outdoors ish. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, to go into another. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see how this pot. Listen, guys, it's, it's all, it's all in your hands, man. If you're listening to this, you guys are going to, you guys are going to determine where this pod goes. You know, I could end up doing this pod for eternity and being, being stuck and condemned to public parking lots surrounded by fucking shitty drivers or, you know, you know, or, 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 you know, if it grows enough, maybe I'll invest in the studio. Maybe I'll actually get a studio, you know, or be, a, I don't know, you know, maybe I can afford my own place. That's another thing. Living in Toronto, people fucking, I, I, I've been on the market for trying to get a place and it's fucking ridiculous, you know? Fucking Z- bachelor apartments for sale, for sale, because uh, I'm I'm on the side. I'm not you know I'm not, not you know don't really need to rent right now, but uh, in terms of sale, uh, you're looking at like half a mil. Maybe you know you can get some shitty ones with the you know the high maintenance and all that shit. But you're looking at half a mil for a no bedroom condo, you know. What the, yeah, yeah, is it becoming? I don't know. And you know, you wait for the economy to crash, but it's not crashing this time. It's not happening this this time, guys. Anybody that's like, we're we're in a bubble. We're no, no. Two thousand eight was the last bubble, and then they learned. Okay, hey, wait a minute. We can just print money 
we can just you know we can make something called i'm and i'm into crypto too guys i'm into crypto too but you know there, there's a little thing with like oh hey crypto it's not really real but you know we say it's real you know and you can you can there are crypto billionaires millionaires right but it, it's all it's all it's all not real you know all of it all of it is not fucking real you know fucking 500,000 for a no bedroom apartment that's not real that's because somebody and people of the city fucking decided that oh yeah that that's a reasonable price for a zero bedroom and then you know developers are like yo yo let's 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 chill out on making more places and let's just jack up the prices on the places we have you know it's all fucking fake it's all the matrix it's all the matrix you know but uh yeah listen man you know what it is it's winter time winter time gets me agitated winter time gets me on edge because it's it's like it, it you know it physically takes more effort to to live in winter you know but you know that, that that's the reason you know what that that's the reason why i'm actually so i i'm actually pro i'm actually pro i'm actually pro climate change okay you know after living 30 plus years in toronto um I can see the effects of climate change. You know, when I was a kid back in the early 90s, you know, we used to have real snowstorms and real winters. You know, winters that last, you know, started around November and went all the way to like March, maybe even April. You know, and we're talking real snow. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> I'm old as fuck. But when I was a kid, I used to walk 15 miles. No, I didn't. I didn't, but I used to used to walk into I used to walk to school in the snow, you know, and that's all that stuff. But as a kid, in my in my thirty years, I've seen the difference between, uh, I've I've seen the effects of climate change. You know, that's why that's why I'm pro climate change because I've seen Toronto go from a really you know winter, wintry city. Remember, we're in Canada, right? We're known we're known for our winter. Right. But I've seen Toronto go from like a, you know, a winter city to like now where it's like maybe we get 10, 10 bad snow days out of the entire season. Right. You know, and as a guy who hates snow, I like that. I want more of that. In fact, I want climate change to happen to Toronto so bad or good, depending on your point of view. But I want it to be one day where we don't get winter. Just an all-year fall, a year-round fall. Because here's the thing: I'm not a big fan of the heat waves in summer too. We've we've gotten some heat waves. I want Toronto to be a year-round fall. You know, just hoodies, hoodies all around. We don't need winter coats. Just simple hoodies. You know, and all that shit. Leather coats. I like leather coats. So maybe maybe leather coats, right? But I'm I'm pro I'm pro uh I'm pro um climate change. And you're not supposed to say global warming anymore because some places are getting colder and flooding and blah 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 blah. But I'm pro climate change in Toronto and that's why I need you guys to continue to use coal, gasoline and um whatever like just go out there and just 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 run your car for an hour without even you know using it, right? Because um I want Toronto to be a year-round fall, you know, so that I can ride my bike, 
sit on patios and yeah yeah that, that, that's all i really need you know so yeah get out there and uh get get out there and start polluting guys you know and don't 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 show this video to leo dicaprio you know anyways uh so look i, I want to talk about winter winter activities at least if we're going to have to deal with winter what can we do to make these things fun okay how can we make winter fun right so i i ended up picking up the top 10 winter activities that you know a lot of people tend to do in the winter you know things that you could do today you know whatever no special uh deals really really uh needed and all that stuff um the way i'm going to be going about it today is that i'm going to be telling you about the activity what it entails you know the equipment you might need to 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 do this activity uh and the places you can do them right you know uh and also just to give you i'll, I'll give you a little bit of like a you know po possible things to look out for because you know winter time can be a dangerous time you're dealing with you know snow ice weather conditions and all that shit right so um it, it's something to 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 consider now the the only thing i didn't put on this list was at the end of the day it's winter time so the the dress attire the clothing that you might need is all on you right you know if you want to do something out in the cold how you dress is up to you how many layers is up to you listen i've seen guys uh you know skate in a snow in in, in a snowstorm uh wearing just a t-shirt and jeans I've seen these, they're, they're, they're called crazy Canucks, crazy Canadians. And I've seen, I've seen them do it. So if, if, if your, if your prerogative is again, it's up to you how you dress appropriately for these activities. So we're going to go through 10 of them, give you information about them. And then just like the podcast says, there can only be one. It's the best thing, uh, best winter activity that we're going to be doing today. You know, so let us get into the first uh, activity that I'm going to be talking about the one that probably most of you and I've done four, five, six. I've done six of these things. I think, yeah. So I've done I've done some of these, you know, and some of these are on my list to do. I'm going to be definitely doing some of these. Uh, but let's start with the one that that uh, mo and I'm going to be going in no particular order. But I'm going to be starting with the one that most people usually get their start when it comes to winter time. Um, I'm talking about ice skating, you know, skating. So that's when you have a pair of skates and you get on a nice, either a pond or, 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 or a rink, an ice rink, and you skate around, you know, and I, I, I used to be, uh, I used to work at a place that had like a public skating rink. Um, and it's fun, but there's also, there's also some things you gotta, you gotta like look for. You know, so anyways, um, when it comes to ice skating, look, all you really need for ice skating, other than obviously the the winter attire and all that stuff, I, I usually would suggest things that are going to keep you dry because you are going to get down there and, you know, you might slip and slide and you're going to be you're going to be wet. So I would suggest like, you know, like those water resistant shit, but also warm at the same time, you know, but in terms of equipment, all you really need are ice skates and helmets now when it comes to ice skates there's usually suggested that you usually try to get a size bigger than your um than than you than your actual shoe size shoe size 
you know, and then that way you can put la- layered socks and all that stuff. And then you'd have type, but again, go to your skating rental or skating professional, or you could just rent skates. That's another option. When it comes to, when it comes to renting versus buying, I always suggest this too. How much use are you going to get out of it so that, and break it down by dollars, right? So for instance, a pair of skates are what, maybe 80, 90 bucks. Maybe you can get some cheap ones for 50 or used or whatever. And how much you, if you're going to only use them once out of the year, you know, it, it might not be, it, it, you might as well just go with the rental at that point, right? Because, you know, they at least keep the maintenance up on them, right? Skate sharpening, that's another thing too. But if you're going to be frequent it in the winter, then definitely invest in a good pair of skates, you know? And helmet, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, helmet is optional. Look, I worked as a security guard and I would have to respond uh, to these ice rink emergencies where people slipped, fall, broken bones. Uh, I've seen head injuries. Oh, the head injuries are the biggest ones because you, here's the thing. When somebody like, you know, bumps, falls, hurts their arm or whatever, unless you see the bone cracking out, you're not sure. But when someone gets a head injury and you see the blood spool on that ice, you know, shit's going down. Right. And I've seen a lot, like, listen, and I know a lot of people say, well, you know what? I'm a good skater and all that stuff. Here's the thing. You're a good skater, right? And this fucking guy in his fucking Hyundai just came back to do fucking this fucking Hyundai guy. Anyways, um, Jesus Christ, this is going to be, but yeah, no, the, th- the thing is with, with the injuries is that it's at the end of the day, you can be a good skater, but, but if, you can be a good skater, but the thing is, if you got a newbie around you, which you'll have, or you'll have people that maybe are a little overzealous in their skating, they can actually injure you, right? So that's why I should just just have that helmet, you know, or again, it, 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 your your body, your choice. But I would suggest if if, if you're going to be out there, and that's another thing too, a lot of people don't re- realize is that when you're skating for hours and hours on end, you do get tired. Right. You're less aware. And, you know, as the sun goes down, your eye, whatever. So you're not as whatever as um, you're not as uh, reactive as you are. Right. So. I would suggest definitely get it wearing a helmet for 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 if you're going to be skating, you know, and in terms of where to do it again, you can either go to a local ice rink, a community center. That's, that's you know, if you do want to do it in the summertime, some community centers centers have them as well but in the winter time yeah outdoor outdoor rinks or even ponds you know now the only thing with ponds is just be careful because uh if the ice isn't good you can't fall in and i've had that happen to me and it's not fun it's not fun you know for some reason water and me don't like there's been like three or four times in my life where water has tried to kill me and i've stayed away from davy jones locker so Anyways, uh, and yeah, the only thing you got to you got to look for and, and that may happen when when doing this activity are the falls, the sprains, the broken bones, head injuries and all that stuff. And again, you can mitigate that by just not pushing it and just enjoying it and all that stuff, you know, and uh, yeah, that's one thing to look for. So anyways, the next one on my list is one that uh, usually you do start doing as a kid and. You know, if you end up being a 30 year old man that still does it, it's uh, it's uh, unless you have kids, it's um, 
a little weird, but at the same time, fuck it, right? And I'm talking about tobogganing, or as some people call it, tubing, or tobogganing. I like tobogganing because you get a toboggan, you know? And for those who don't know what tobogganing is, it's basically when you get yourself a toboggan, which is like a, a craft made to slide down snow, or a tube, just a simple tube from a tire, you know? But to be honest, it could be anything. I've seen people use, like, those plastic sheets, I've seen people like, you know, use uh, walks. I've seen people use walks. You know, a, you know, Asian people, you know, walks are pretty good. Um, there's discs. There's a whole type of, there's a whole bunch of uh, designs you can do. But basically, you just want to sit in something and slide down a hill, right? You know, and uh, look, the bet, the bet, the, the you got the best place to do it are are bigger hills and all that stuff. But you know what you. You gotta find. You gotta find. Like that's the thing. Most most cities, most places, they do have some type of a hill. I'm not talking about the you know, but you gotta be careful because like, if, if I don't know, just 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 be safe when finding the, these locations. The last thing you want to do is find a hill that leads right into a highway, you know, and then you get fucking slammed by 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 an eighteen wheeler, you know, you know. So hopefully you're smarter than that. But yeah, tobogganing. Uh, listen, tobogganing is fun. It's easy. It's also great exercise because you walk up, you know, listen, the fun part is you, uh, you, you know, you, uh, you slide down and then you have to walk all the way up. Now, if you're, if you're a richie rich, I've seen some people go to these particular parks where they actually have ski lifts or lifts to take you back up to the top, you know, and I don't know what the fee and, and all that stuff, but you could do that as well. Right, so if you're looking for to get a little bit more high tech, but to be be honest, I, I there 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 is that that little thing of like you know walking back up, taking it all in and going back down, right? And you only do that so often. It's a great way to stay fit, you know. But at the same time, now that I'm older and I have a lot of money, I'll just pay somebody to drag me up a hill. Fuck that. So, anyways, and the only things you got to really wor worry about. Uh, when it comes to tobogganing, is collisions. You know, you're out there with a whole bunch of people, kids, and all that stuff. And here's the thing. When you get down at the bottom, that's the most dangerous part. Because when you get to the bottom, you're like, yay, that was fun. Oh, yeah, let's celebrate. We survived. And then all of a sudden, a fucking 500-pound man on a fucking walk is behind you, and he slams right into you, right? You know, because there's no real steering and tobogganing. You know, you know, unless you get one of those like, uh, fuck, Brett Hall used to promote them. Those, uh, they were like, they were like sea doos or whatever, but for, for, for tobogganing. But anyways, yeah, collisions are things you're going to want to, what you're going to want to pay attention to. So that's why when you get to the bottom, look behind you, stand the fuck up and get the fuck out of the way fast, right? Don't be one of these people that plays at the, and I've seen kids get wiped out hard like that. You know, they get to the bottom they're like, yay, I did it. And then, you know, you know, they're they're celebrating and boom, slammed in by another kid, you know. So yeah. Pay attention. Uh the next one uh that I'm gonna be talking about, the next winter activity, is basically think of it as the adult version of tobogganing. This is what 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 uh you can do. Uh and I'm talking about either skiing or snowboarding. You know, I put both on the list because 
they, they're, they are kind of interchangeable depending on your preference. But skiing is basically where you have two different skis on your legs and the snowboard obviously is like a board. It's like skateboarding, but not snow, you know? And basically the idea behind it is, you know, you use it to do uh, to, to go downhill. Now, the good option about skiing is that you can do cross country skiing. And that's where you can ski over terrain, not necessarily just a hill, but you can go, you can go, you know, uh, over, you know, trails and all that stuff. Right. You know, so, so it's, it's a little bit different, but uh, still the idea of, of you just basically using it. And then for basically the equipment that you need, you obviously need your skis or snowboard. You're going to need your helmet. You're going to need your goggles because in the wintertime, you know, depending on the weather, weather conditions, that snow can get in your can get in your eyes. Uh, you, you'll need ski boots or snowboarding shoes, right, depending on which one you go with. And usually suggested ski pants and a jacket. You want something that, again, is going to keep you dry. Uh, also, I would suggest something that's going to be visible because here's the thing. Uh, if shit goes down, you know, I mean, maybe it, there's a thing called avalanche is avalanche, you know, or uh, what's that shit called? Or maybe if you just get injured or whatever, right? You want them to see you, you know? Right. So this is why I would never suggest, and I know some people do, but I would never suggest getting white, you know, white uh attire. I, I would suggest, you know, getting getting like a fucking dude, the 90s fucking had it down when it came to designs, right? Pink neon and green neon and all these all these shit, right? So that's one. And uh this another thing with, with the skiing, you're gonna also need ski poles, right? Because that's gonna give you the uh, the push, right? I, I actually, so when I, when I was growing up, I actually had a snowboard. I was more into snowboarding. This was, again, this was like the nineties, right? So I was into snowboarding, uh, and I bought a snowboard went only maybe three or four times. I hated it because when you fall on a snowboard, uh, you either fall on your ass or your face. There's, there's, there, there's, there's no other way. Right. And, um, uh, as I get older, I think I want to get I want to get into skiing. But I I remember I did a little bit of cross country skiing once, or whatever. I didn't like it because listen, when, going down is great, but sometimes with cross country skiing, you do have to go uphill and you got to do like this side shimmy bullshit or whatever, you know, or or you know really push on those poles, you know. And I I was like ah. so, but as I'm as I'm older, uh. Listen, I I still got I still got to get into shape though. Okay, guys, I'm still I'm still working on that. But skiing is something I definitely would want to get into. Now, the only thing is with skiing, uh, oh, so the locations you can do this, you got to find either you know mountains or resorts uh, that that do them as well. Cross country skiing again, you could maybe find trails or whatever. But usually, you want to go to mountains or any resorts in your in your vicinity. You know, and the only thing you got to look out for, for for snowboarding, similar to to the bot bargaining, is uh, falls, sprains, broken bones, and head injuries. And yes, people, listen. There, there's been there's been a lot of how many stories of skiing accidents you've heard? These celebrities, where I think I think uh, what's his name, Liam Neeson's uh, Liam Neeson's wife yeah i think liam neeson's wife died because of a skiing accident so just be careful because listen you're going down at, at really ridiculous speeds 
all it takes is, you know, the wrong turn or, you know, an instance. Here's the thing. Speed doesn't kill. It's that instant stop that kills, you know. You, you hit, you whack yourself into something, right? So just, uh, yeah, if you're new to it, uh, get it, like, invest in learning how to do it, right? And then also know your limits, you know. Uh, the next one is one I haven't done, but it's something I'm, I might be interested in too. But again, I'm just not a fan of walking in general. <laughs> but I'm talking about snowshoeing. Snowshoeing. Uh, fuck, I can't read sometimes. Um, snowshoeing is basically uh, you install these things on your feet. They were created by by uh, the, the natives, Native Canadians or Americans or whatever. Uh, but basically, there are these things to kind of create a, a wider surface on, uh, on on the snow so that you could stay on top of it rather than sink down into deep snow. Because if you ever listen, I've been I've been in snow where it comes up right to my thigh. Right. And your balls are fucking dipping into it every time you walk. Right. So the snowshoe uh, kind of spreads that surface impact so that when you step, you're 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 actually uh you're not digging deep into the snow. You're you're almost walking on top of it, right? And you know, there's high tech ones. There's the old school native ones, or all that stuff. But yeah, um, for snowshoeing, all you really need are the snowshoes, which you can get from either Mountain Co-op equipment or your your outdoor store. Uh, a couple of walking poles would help, uh, because depending on on the on the terrain, you may need a little push. You know. A um, little bit different. Walking poles are a little bit different from ski poles. They're a little shorter. They're, you know. Uh, and then suggested you, you know, if you're going to be going, look. Anytime you do anything wilderness, anytime you go out, uh, it's suggested, you know. And and again, it depends on how your expertise and your own personal knowledge, you know. But whenever I go outdoors, I always prepare for the worst. So you know, bringing along a backpack. With you know maybe a first aid, uh, essentials, maybe possibly food, nothing that can attract out. You know I'm talking about like nuts and berries, guys. Don't fucking bring a fucking steak out into the middle of the fucking woods, right? And uh, yeah, you 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 know hiking essentials, right? You know obviously the appropriate clothing, all that stuff. You know hopefully you know where you're going, you know the map, you know the area, you know the possible, you know the wilderness and the animals. So all that stuff. Um, and look, the, the best place to do them are in national parks uh, or, or trails, or even like, you know, there, there are local places, um, you know, parks that, you know, the, the, the snow hasn't been, you know, maybe not too many people have walked by there. You can, you can try snowshoeing out there too. Right. Before you go into the big, big wild. Right. Now the, again, the only thing is just like regular hiking, uh, some of the big issues w w with it is, you know, stuff like getting lost. Weather conditions can affect how your uh, can affect how your enjoyment of uh, said uh, of said activity. I'm just gonna I notice that's the thing too when the when the sun goes down, it affects the uh, ambiance. So let's adjust the ambiance. Um, yeah, and obviously when you're out there in the wild, look. You you gotta know that that's another thing to to consider, right? So yeah, snowshoeing, uh, pretty much hiking, but uh, with snow. That's the best way I can I can describe it, you know. So if you're 
you know, and I think, you know, that could be a romantic activity. You both, you both walk out and, you know, maybe find a little place and set up a tent, make love in the snow. I think, I think that's how Russians are made. They, they just go out into the wild snowshoeing and then, and then they, they, they have, they have sex in the snow and that's how Russians are made. You know, Canadians are made on ice rinks. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, the next one I want to talk about is something so simple, something so easy uh, that even a baby can do it. And I'm talking about building a snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? Yes, I've seen fucking Frozen. Not the second one, but I've seen Frozen. Um, but yeah, building a snowman. For those that don't know, it's where basically, on, and you usually want to do this on a nice, you know, when the when the snow is fresh, when it just is falling down. You don't want to be using that dirty fucking slush snow. You want fresh powdered snow. And it's basically where, you know, you roll, you know, you, you create like a snowball, but, but bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you roll, you roll, you roll it until you get about two or three big balls, uh, that you can stack up, you know, or, I mean, I've seen people get intricate. I mean, you could make, you know, some guys actually use carving tools and all this shit, but basically it's building a snow person. Uh, I don't know if you're allowed to gender a snowman nowadays, but you know, listen, Frosty the snowman. Okay. Watch the movie, but basically it's, um, it's where, it's where you try to build a person out of snow. Right. And now usually, usually the, the, the classic way, is what you need is, you know, a carrot for the nose, a couple of rocks or charcoal. I don't know who, who carries charcoal anymore, but, you know, some people use buttons, but, you know, maybe rocks for the eyes. And then usually, you know, you get sticks, you know, broken branches or whatever, use it for the arms, you know, and then usually a hat and scarf that you're willing to, you know, leave outside, right? And you build one of those out. And usually the best place to do that is in your front yard. May I've seen people do it in the schoolyard as well, but they usually get destroyed by the by by the by the older kids, right? There's always somebody that listen, in school there's always gonna be someone that's gonna wreck your shit. Right? That's what you learn early on in life is that you can't have nice things. You know? But yeah, snow sh- building a snowman, really easy to do as a kid. Uh I mean there's no real safety concerns other than maybe if you're like trying to lift one of the bigger balls and put on top of another one lift properly but there's there's no real safety issues right it's one of the safest things you can do you know so yeah building a snowman uh, i think it's definitely what if you're a kid or you have kids it's definitely one of the rites of passages especially if you live in the north right you know just to build a snowman right uh the next one is one that uh I'm not, listen, I'm not a fish guy, so this isn't whatever, but I, I've had friends who do do it regularly. Uh, it, it, it's not necessarily about the activity. It's about the bonding w- of the people that go to this activity. I'm talking about ice fishing. Ice fishing. Uh, for those that don't know, ice fishing is basically where you and a couple of buddies, you know, you 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 go on to the ice of a, of a local lake, right? And uh, you set up shop, you build like a little bit of a, temporary shelter or, or sometimes they have like those wooden ones right and then you you dig a hole into the ice and then you you know set a line up 
And then you just chill, chillax, maybe smoke a little weed, eat a little whatever. And then when a fish comes along, boom, you have your little, you have your little thing, right? But it's not necessarily about, you know, fishing is what, see, fishing for me was always, and I've gone fishing. It's just, I'm not a very patient guy. I want results now. I want fast. And especially when it comes to food. Now, the thing is, I'm not even a big fish guy. So that's why I was always okay with it. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to even eat it. So whatever. Right. But it, fishing has always been more about the hang, the chillax, you know, who you're going with, or maybe sometimes you do it on your own. It's a very, you know, personal thing, right. Whatever that you can just focus on. Right. But yeah, when it comes to ice fishing, all you really need is your fishing rod, your line, your reel, lures, you know, your bait, tackle box, all, all your regular stuff that you do for regular fishing, right? And then what you also need is an ice auger, basically a drill to, to build that little hole into the ice, right? A little ice shelter because you, if you're going to be out there hours and hours on end, you can't build a fire because remember, you, you don't want to, you don't want to fucking... Uh, sink into the fucking ice right and then usually a chair or something to like kind of just you know because you're going to be there for a while right you know and look the best place to do this obviously are on like frozen lakes you know not necessarily ponds but you want to do it on lakes and you do want the ice conditions to be right you know so don't go out there as a noob you know go out there and test it out right you don't want to hear that cracking sound the last thing you want to do is hear that cracking sound so uh, yeah, you go out there with the right appropriate uh, ice conditions, you know. And listen, man, it's it, it, it's it's more necessary, you know. The good, you know, with ice fishing, it's more of a, it's more about the hang rather than the actual activity, right? You go out there, talking with people, and then when the fish comes along, boom, you get it, and then maybe you can cook it, and you have something good to eat too. So it's a, it's a nice little bonding thing. Uh, and the only thing you got to really worry about are the ice conditions, the weather conditions, right? Because you're going to be out there for most of the day, you know, and uh, yeah, depending on how shit goes, you know, that's something to consider. But yeah, ice fishing. I, again, I'm not a fish guy. If, if if it was like, I don't know, steak fishing or brisket fishing, you know, or sausage fishing. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But like if those those were things coming out of that fucking thing, I, I I'd be going. I'd be going. Uh yeah. Uh the next one is another one that you probably did as a kid. Um and maybe got in trouble for because I did this and you know they 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 got really fucking pussified because of this thing. But I'm talking about the good old fashioned snowball fight. Fighting with snowballs. Uh for those that don't know, it's where you basically usually on a nice fresh winter. You're going to want to do this. You gr you grab a bit of fresh snow, turn it into a ball, and chuck it at somebody. Not the face. You're trying to aim for the body, you know, and all that stuff. But in all honesty, sometimes it happens. And I've chucked many balls into faces. You know, that didn't come out right. But uh, look, all you really need is a snow. Uh, and you can do it almost anywhere that fresh snow is landed uh, but yeah, you got to be careful. And there's another thing we, when it, we used to play this in the schoolyard and one of the big things was like, you know, Oh, you got to be careful. Cause maybe somebody puts a rock in their snowball, you know, and then that snowball hits you in the face and then you lose an eye again, that may or may not be an old wives tale, but I just find that, uh, 
yeah, look, especially for boys, it was a fucking activity to do because, you know, in the snow, we we used to have these things when, when I was growing up called World War, Snow World Wars, where, you know, our class versus another class in the snow, and it'd be constant, like, fucking wrestling in the snow, and then, uh, you know, throwing snowballs, and we, 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 we created, like, trenches, right, because we were learning about World War One or something like that, and we, we learned about building trenches, and then, uh, yeah, we basically try to get over to their side, they try to come over. It was fucking amazing. Now I don't know I don't know what school is like nowadays, but you gotta let little guys you gotta let, and, and and girls too, but 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 he was usually the guy listen, testosterone is a real thing. Look up the science. But you know, we, we, rough housing is a part of growing up. I don't know the policy of obviously school and, and rough housing, but rough housing is, is, is one of the things. And in the wintertime, chuck and snow at each other, you know. Uh, fucking just just pounding people into the snow, not hurting them, just just straight up whatever, right? You know. But again, there there with snowball fights, there obviously there obviously is that risk of you know you know getting brute because someone could chuck it real hard. You can get some bruises, and obviously the face and eye eye hits are the ones you got to work, work work on, right? You know. So yeah, snowball fights, uh, fun, right? Fun. Maybe as an adult. Who knows? Maybe if you, maybe nowadays you want to get safety glasses and a helmet. Okay? But I don't know. That's some nerdy shit. Uh, the next one is uh, in recent years been, been, been really popular. I'm talking about the good old-fashioned polar bear plunge. Polar bear plunge. That's basically when you go in the middle of a cold winter day and dip yourself into a frozen water source maybe a pond lake whatever it is you know uh there there have been signs to show that you know cold and all that stuff is good for the body it wakes up certain nerves and all that stuff there are scientific some people just do it because you know they want to you know get a jolt out of life or whatever or prove something uh yeah but basically for the polar bear plunge you know all you really need is swimwear shoes for the water because in the winter time you don't know if there's ice and shit so you, you do want to protect your feet a little bit. Uh, and then obviously once you're coming out, you need that towel, blanket, or a robe to keep you dry because, you know, you're going to be fucking cold. And do not ever do this alone. You want somebody, um, you want people to be there, right? And you can do this, again, you could you could even do a, like an at-home version where you have a, you have an ice, basically an ice bath, right? You put ice into some water, you dip yourself into it, right? But you got to be careful because there there are there are things, you know, hypothermia is the biggest issue, right? But also because of that shock, there's sometimes where the muscles don't react and then all of a sudden you could sink, right? So just be really careful with it. Go with a lot of people and have people around you if you're going to do it. Uh, go to those events. Um, personally, I don't fucking like it when it gets like minus two. So fuck, fuck a cold lake. But, you know. And don't forget about shrinkage, right? So, anyways, yeah, the the, the polar bear plunge it's uh it's a fun little thing you can do if you if you, if you really want to feel frisky, uh. But you yeah you gotta fucking love cold man. I'm I'm too pussy. I I love that warm shit. Sorry man, right? Uh, the next one is a good old Canadian uh tradition. I'm talking about pond hockey, and I've played pond hockey. Uh, 
now you could do it at a local ice rink, but but I'm pre- predominantly playing on a pond on a winter day. Um, all you look, all you really need, similar to regular skating, is your you know your skates, your helmet, and then you need a hockey stick. Uh, hockey gloves usually help, or just having gloves, but usually hockey gloves, a puck, and then some type of a goal net. I remember uh, growing up, uh, we we had a pond, like I had a f- farm that I would go to, and we had a pond. And then we'd use a couple of bricks, just two bricks to, and eventually those bricks sank into the ice. So they kind of like became permanent goalposts, right? And yeah, dude, it's like regular hockey, but on a pond, you know, there's no bashing because you're not, you're not going to get whatever, you know, it's a little bit more gentlemanly, right? It's how, how the original hockey game started, right? And it's just like the game, you know, you, you trying to get into the net and then somebody blocking and all that stuff. You know, some people go all out and you can get real equipment. But to be honest, just a hockey stick and a puck and, and, and you know, and all that stuff. Um, And yeah, again, you can do this on a pond, but you can also do it at a, at a local ice rink and all that stuff. But there's something special about doing it on a pond on a winter day. That's how Wayne Gretzky did it. You know, the great one. Okay. Um, And yeah, the only things you got to really worry about are obviously the ice conditions. I have fallen through ice playing pond hockey and it sucks because you fall in with a bunch of skates and you know, your skates are dragging you down and yeah, it's, it's, it's a bitch and I fucking hate the cold. Right. And look, obviously just like skating, you gotta, you gotta worry about, you know, the collisions, the falls, sprains and broken bones, heads and all that stuff. Right. So wear your protective gear. Don't push it. It's not, it's not the NHL and just fucking enjoy your time. You know, uh, the next and last one I'm talking about is one that is, uh, one that I think I want to do this year. Uh, and I've been looking into it. I'm talking about good old fashioned snowmobiling, right? Using a little bit of gasoline to get you around. And for those that don't know, snowmobiling is kind of like a jet ski, but on snow. And basically it's, uh, it's like ATV but without wheels. <laughs> but basically, it's a machine, a snowmobile, you know, that, that's designed to kind of rip through snow, get through snow, right? And uh, look, all you really need for the snowmobile is the, the, the craft itself, a helmet, goggles, uh, fuel, right? And then, yeah, obviously, your proper winter attire and all that stuff. And if it's your first time, always go with a professional or, or, or get guidance, you know, but... Other than that, I mean, look, you can do this anywhere on an empty snow field, trails. There's particular places you can do it. You know, you can get buck wild, do stunts. But honestly, it's just about really just ripping it through the snow and getting to places where you can't uh, usually on foot or, you know, skis or whatever. Right. Like, you know, you can probably, you know, get into like those deep hills and all that shit and all this stuff, you know. But yeah, snowmobiling. It's a fun it's a, it's a fun activity especially if you're if, if if you're a lover of vehicles and 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 just you know you know getting out there right and usually you know if, if you can do it with like you know a group of people a group of buddies because you know if if one machine gets stuck you can have another guy or a couple of guys pull you out so there's a there's a bonding experience right similar to like just you know like like all that other stuff right so yeah i think uh snowmobiling is fun now the only thing is and i gotta you know you gotta put it out there snowmobile accidents result in nearly 200 deaths and 1400 injuries each year 
Okay, look, and and now the thing is that number is usually, um, usually accredited to like you know, people drinking booze, people pushing it. Right, look, you know, and, and not only that, if you're out there for for a long time, you know, you 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 get tired. It's a machine. It's like driving, right? So. Yes, the, the it is a danger. You're dealing with a motor vehicle, right? So anytime that happens, there's things that can go wrong. And then if you mix alcohol and drugs and all that stuff, of course it's going to happen, right? So yeah, just be, if you're gonna go if you're gonna go into it, do it safe. Most of the time you're gonna be okay. Just be careful of who you're doing it with, right? You know, if you if you got a rowdy fuck, just just keep an eye out on them, right? But if you if you're just you know just trying to rip through snow and all that shit. Uh, definitely get into it, right? Uh, so that that's pretty much the top ten. Now, look, I, I was gonna mention a couple of other ones that, like, I just didn't add the list because I was like, ah, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe not as many people can do them, or they're just boring. Like, for instance, I had catch a snowflake on your tongue. <sighs> that's not really a fucking activity. Uh, but then there's also like horse sleigh riding and dog sledding, right? That one I was like, those are fun things to do as well, but I don't know how accessible that is to you, right? Because not everybody has dogs. Not everybody has a horse, unless you're daddy Warbucks. So anyways, with all that mentioned, when it comes to the best winter activity, uh, one that one that most people can do, no training really required, no real special equipment required. So that's why, you know, snowmobiling, I don't think it's going to make it. Something that, you know, Something that 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 is just fun that you can enjoy and relatively safe. Um, yeah, nobody's doing snowball fights anymore because they're all scared. Uh, look for 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 the kids, I would go with for the kids. I would I would say building the snowman. It's something that you know if you're if, and if you're a parent, it's it's a nice little activity that gets them out outside. Gives them something to do for for a while. Relatively, there's, there's you know it's safe, you know, opens up that creativity as well. Um, ice skating is probably the most popular because obviously you know you're you're out there in you know your local rink and the cities can have DJ nights and all that shit. So it's probably the most popular. Uh. And between look and skiing snow, those those are legit sports. But tobogganing takes no effort. Like listen, it's just you sit down and go down a hill, right? So I would say my top three would be ice skating, tobogganing, and building a snowman. Now I'm not a kid, so I, I you know snowman gets narrowed down. So between ice skating and and tobogganing, I would say the best. Winter activity is, I would say it's tobogganing. It is tobogganing. tobogganing. And the reason why is because I've seen so many injuries with ice skating, with people that, you know, whatever, and, and you know, the, the, the tripping, the falling, you know, the broken bones. And it's, listen, falling in snow is a lot better than falling on ice, right? And listen, the more you do these things, you're going to fall, right? And again, it depends on your age and your activity level and all that stuff. But tobogganing, listen, unless uh, 
unless you go into a very busy hill where you know it's constantly holy shit you whatever it's generally safe right and you know that's the thing with the type of toboggan you have you maybe you can even have the ones that steer or whatever right but going down the hill going back up it's it's really good exercise you know and all that stuff and yeah i i would say i would say tobogganing is the uh it's a, it, it it I would say it's safer than skating. Uh, definitely way more fun than building a snowman. And uh, yeah, depending on what you do, it, it can be fun. So I would say the, the best winter activity is uh, tobogganing. So let me know if I got it right, got it wrong, how you feel about it. If you like winter, if you don't like winter, uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, do all the social media stuff, you know. And uh, share and really help this podcast grow so that I can not do my podcast from my car. Maybe I can do it from uh, a a garage where I can park my car inside so I don't have to worry about freaking people driving around and looking at me. Right. You know, but anyways, that's the best things in life podcast. I've been Kevin Amoki. Uh, Now, you know, winners, winners here. So get out there. Enjoy. Be safe. Stay warm. Get that hot cocoa. And um yeah don't 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 get hyperthermia